you know, if I would have applied myself, I could have gone to the NBA. You think so? Yeah, I think so. But it's just like, it's been done. You know, I didn't want to, <laughs> I was like, I don't want to be a follower. Hi, I'm Jason Concepcion. And I'm Shay Serrano. And we are back. We have a new podcast from Wondery. It's called Six Trophies. Woo! And it's the f-ing best. Each week, Shay Serrano and I are combing through all the NBA storylines, finding the best, most interesting, most compelling stories, and then handing out six pop culture themed trophies for six basketball related activities. Trophies like the Dominic. Toretto, I live my life a quarter mile at a time trophy, which is given to someone who made a short-term decision with no regard for future consequence. Or the Christopher Nolan Tenet trophy, which is given to someone who did something that we didn't understand. Catalina wine mixer trophy. Ooh, the Lauren Hill, you might win some, but you just lost one trophy. And what's more, the NBA playoffs are here, so you want to make Six Trophies your go-to companion podcast through all the craziness. Follow Six Trophies on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Listen ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. What these young bloods have to understand, that this game has always been and will always be about buckets. Just attack the basket. Welcome to Buckets, brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook. My name is Matt Moore. I'm the senior NBA writer for the Action Network. This is your Wednesday Best Bets episode. Joining me tonight, Sean Little. You can find him on Twitter, at Chicago Flow for MSG Network. Sean, what's good, my man? What's up, fellas? Looking forward to the slate. Got 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 some winners for us today. You can also find Sean tomorrow night on the NBA Bet Stream. You can check that out on League Pass. Uh, he'll be on there for us on Action Network. Go ahead and check out the Chicago Wizards, Chicago Wizards, Chicago, Chicago Bulls versus Washington Wizards game. Check out the streaming options, and you can find an NBA bet stream, <laughs> an entire stream built entirely around betting. So make sure to check that out as well. Also joining us tonight, Jim Turvey, Turvey Bets on the Action Network app and on Twitter. Jim, how you doing tonight? Doing great. Happy to be with uh, the big dogs. Just hoping to hand out a winner with you guys. All right, we'll make it count this time. So, uh, <laughs> as always, we're going to go around the table. We'll we'll list our best bets. We're just going to give the best bet, and then we'll come back around and we'll do the cap. We'll list those out right now. Sean, what's your best bet for Wednesday? Bucks minus two versus the Hawks. Big night loading for Giannis, over 32.5 points as well. Okay, I always like a good Giannis over prop. We'll talk about that one in a little bit more detail in a second because I think I'm going to have a play on it as well. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to have a play on it. Uh, mine for tonight are going to be – the Bucks Hawks under 232.5. I'm taking the Grizzlies. I'm laying the wood at 14.5 on Memphis versus the San Antonio Spurs. And I'm going to take the Indiana Pacers on the money line, but we might be doing the same game parlay on that one, depending on what Jim's got. Jim, what do you got for us tonight? Yeah, yeah. I'm going to take the best bet. UNM has split it 80 20. I'm going to put 80 on the, uh, the Knicks first quarter money line. Yep. And then I'm going to use that last 20 cents to go find an alt line. Um, there's a couple of books out there that do it for the quarters as well. Um, I'm going to find the highest alt line I can on that first quarter spread and throw the other 20 cents there. All right. Well, we'll come back around to that one. Let's go ahead and let's start uh, with Sean's real quick. So, Sean, give me the cap for why you like Milwaukee minus two on the road versus the Atlanta Hawks tomorrow. 
Yeah, I'm going to go with Giannis to have a big game. So I like that over 32 and a half points at minus 110 is what I'm seeing to that over at FanDuel. And yeah, I like the Bucks minus two in this spot. They lost two earlier in November to the Hawks. I don't see them losing three. I, I don't want to be the guy that says I, hopefully they found something in the last tilt against uh, the Knicks to, to close the game. They came back from down a big number there and ended up getting the W. But Overall, the biggest cap here for me is the Hawks are just soft inside. 26 in the NBA points allowed in the paint. We have um, – they're giving up 53.4 points in the paint. 24th in second chance points. They don't rebound well. Capella's going to be a game-time decision. He hasn't played recently, so keep an eye on that. But even, even him coming back in his first game back, I still like Giannis to get to get busy in the paint. We got uh, Okongwe weighs 200 pounds. I'm not worried about him doing anything with Giannis. Collins isn't big enough. So I really just like this is a big game coming from Giannis coming off nine points against the Hornets and then a bad game in the garden the other night where he scored 22 and at some points was deferring to Joe Ingles, who was playing really, really well, kept those guys in the game in the third quarter and, and, and started to get those guys rolling. I think the, the, the Hawks are too soft inside. Giannis is going to have a big game. And if the guys continue to hit shots like they did in the second half, we had Drew Holiday hit a couple threes. We had, of course, the 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 dirty man Grayson Allen hit a couple threes. Ingles was it was five of eleven from three. That's been the struggle for them, right? The offense looks really really bad for Milwaukee when they can't hit any outside shots. Everyone just collapses on Giannis when he gets to the paint. He finds guys. They just haven't been knocking stuff down. I like him uh, to hit a couple threes in this spot. I like Giannis to go crazy in the paint. So I like the Bucks. Okay. Um, I don't mind the cap on the Bucks because I do think they're going to get this win because the Hawks have been really messy as of late. Um, notably, Atlanta allows the ninth fewest three-pointers per 100 possessions. Yeah. So I like the idea of Giannis's points total. I do think he's going to go ahead and just – he'll have a monster game on twos, but they won't give up that many threes, which is why – so the other night in the Knicks-Bucks game, I took the over. Model had it as a, as a solid over, and I went ahead and took it. And then the next morning, I was messing around over at the sites I used to look at, at numbers, and I noticed the stat – when the Bucks are a road team this season, at the time they were six and twelve. Now the over is six thirteen and zero, so the under is thirteen and six. That is good for sixty nine percent this season. Uh, it has been absolute dynamite to bet the unders in Bucks road games, Hawks home games are 10-9 to the under as well. So not nearly as much of an edge, but this is also a high figure. So the Bucks are <laughs> the under is 13 and 6 in Bucks away games. The average total in those games is 223. So I'm getting a full 10 points here against their average total. I'm going to go ahead and say that the under is going to hit. I'm just going to keep playing against the Bucks offense. Um, that game the other night almost went over because they started to hit some threes. But even in the game where they hit threes, that game did not go over. It still went under. So I'm going to go ahead and write it. My model has this like just slightly above. So I am fading the model to a certain degree, but those numbers for my model are going to be heavily skewed by the random games like versus the Hornets and the Celtics when the Bucks gave up like a bazillion points. That's not indicative of who they are night to night as a defense. So in this game, I'm going to go ahead and take the under 232 and a half. Can we get home with the under 232 and a half? There's actually 233 in the market. And the over on Giannis 32 and a half, Sean. Do you think we can get both those? Yeah, I mean, I could see Giannis, like I said, Giannis is gonna ha should have a field day inside against this Atlanta Hawks team. And if 
they stay true to form like the like the Bucks have been as of late. They haven't been knocking down shots. They just don't have enough players. I've, I've said this over and over again. They need to go get a few people. They don't have enough players on the roster that can actually be able to contribute enough for those guys to really get back in the Eastern Conference Finals and, and have a real chance to win the title. Javon Carter's getting looks. People like that. They need more players out on the wing to help Giannis out. But, yeah, I think he has a huge night inside. If they if, if he's going crazy, this is the thing about Giannis. When he starts rolling, he's going to continue to try to roll. He's he's going to say, okay, no one's stopping me. No one's confronting me. No one's fronting me. Going to the basket, I'm going to continue to go there. And he's not even going to – He's not even going to look to defer to dish guys that are going to be out on the perimeter. He was doing that in New York, and they were knocking down shots for him just because he was having a bad game. And they and the Knicks have the bodies that could deal with Giannis down low, and they were crashing. So if um the the Bucks can continue to play offense like they have been, I can see Giannis getting the over and the the game total going under as well. As a favorite on the road, the Bucs are six and four straight up this season. They're only three, five, and two against the spread, but because there isn't one and a half in the market, even at two, you're basically saying they're going to win this game. Jim, do you have any thoughts on this game or this cap whatsoever? Yeah, uh, I think one of the points that Sean brought up is really interesting uh, Capella status. Um, I actually like the number for Giannis go over either way, and maybe even a little bit more if Capella plays, because I mm. think uh, Onyeko might be the better straight up defender to deal with Giannis. Um, so I, I wouldn't be scared off of it if you're out there and you see Capella's, uh, status goes either way. I, I, I think it plays, I think the play goes through either way on that. My other one I'm going to take is I'm going to go ahead and lay the wood with the Grizzlies. There's a 14 in the market on this game. Yes. I'm laying 14 points. I will explain why here. Um, since the NBA started doing these duplex sets where you play two games against one opponent, if you were home for the first one and you won and you were favored for both, uh, those teams are 39 and 14 straight up 29, 23 and one against the spread in the second meeting. Um, if you did not cover in the, in the previous matchup, that can, can be a little trickier. Um, but I'm going to go ahead and, and it's 10 and 10 because most of the time the team covers the Grizzlies almost covered that original number. I'm going to go ahead and say that I feel good about this uh, and lay the wood with the Grizzlies minus 14 uh, do, do either of you have an objection other than it's 14 points? Why are you laying 14 points in any regular season matchup? My only, my only slight uh, tweak would maybe even to be look, you know, first quarter, first half, but then there's so much variance in those sometimes. Mm -hmm. um, but I, I, it was a game I was eyeing as well. Um, I, yeah, Memphis inside is unstoppable. San Antonio inside is really soft. Um, I think, you know, uh, it, I, I don't see them putting up too much of a fight. Um, and, and maybe you even get the the runaway in the fourth um, and it gets even higher. Yeah, I, mean, I was shocked at how well they played offensively without my guy, Keldon Johnson, the other night. So that that was that was interesting. They were super balanced across the board on the offensive end. But Memphis at home, they they the only reason that game was as close as it was is because they came on a bit late. San Antonio did. So, yeah, I'm not mad at that. Memphis is rolling at the moment. Closing line was 11 on this game. So the question kind of here is like, is jaw worth three points? I think that's a relevant one. You might wait. Cause I would imagine probably just with it being 14, some money will come in. This might dip as we go through the day on Wednesday. So you might wait to see, I don't imagine it going much higher than 14. I'll go ahead and say, I'm going to live with the 14, but uh, you might wait to see if this number goes down. All right, let's get to gyms. And I want to kind of piggyback off of it. 
for a combo bet. Uh, Jim, you've got the Knicks first quarter. You're going to take an alternate line on them as well. Uh, give me the reason for taking the Knicks in the spot versus the Pacers specifically in the first quarter. Yeah, so this is one of those beautiful times where um, a team at the top of the league in one stat and a team at the bottom of the league in one stat meet up. And uh, so if we look at teams against the spread in the first quarter, Knicks are 25-15-1. and one. Um, Technically, Memphis is you know, 0.07 higher than, but you basically have the best team in the league in the first quarter. Um, and then you go all the way down the bottom, Pacers 13-27-1. The negative 37% ROI if you're making in those bets this year. So this is this is just, you know, a matter of one of the best first quarter teams, one of the best starting teams in the NBA and the worst by far starting team in the NBA. Um I also um was thinking about doing a Knicks spread play for the game. Um I I think I just at this point I like the Knicks more than the Pacers. Um four and a half is out there right now feels a little bit light. Um and that first quarter you should be able to get one and a half, maybe two and a half um, if you're looking money line, it's going to be something like minus 140 um, is out there in the market right now. I would jump on that. I don't think it's, these these quarter lines don't ever move too, too much, but it might move a little bit and every cent matters, as we all know. And then for the alt spread, the thoughts just, you know, if, if we're going to the extremes here, um, let's let's really, you know, get a little plus money on it, too, since on the money line, it might be a little bit juiced. Um, let's see if we can we can get a, a big number there and, and get some plus value too. Knicks, Knicks winning first quarters at home and the garden number one in the league, six plus points. Yeah. They just, they get, they destroy people in the garden at home. And typically it's Julius Randall finding mm-hmm. three threes in the first quarter somehow. And he's been playing really well to start games. Yeah. I like that play a lot, Jim. They, they are a sensational team in the first quarter at home. Jalen Brunson has also been going crazy at 17 the other night in the first quarter. So yeah, I like that spot. And hopefully the Knicks come in pissed off after blowing the lead against Milwaukee the other night as well. Definitely. So I like the Pacers for the game. My number makes this uh, a pick them versus the five. Wow. Yeah. I mean, look, a neutral court makes it, makes it a pick them and Knicks overall, their point differential at home. Isn't like their home performance hasn't been great. Uh, overall this season it's improved during the win streak for sure so maybe that's you can wait it a little bit based off of recent stuff but even then I can't get to a to where the number's at um, for the game is it's currently four and a half at FanDuel um, so I got an idea for you same game parlays aren't up as we record this but we can get I can get Nick's first quarter winner Pacers to win at plus 550 <laughs> so, can i give you even a third leg because i know sometimes there's like those uh some books will give you like the like risk-free if you but you gotta get three legs yeah the third leg i would do with that because i actually i don't hate that bet at all the third leg i would do is just throw in the pacers fourth quarter because yeah. if you go to the fourth quarter it's almost the inverse the knicks are near the bottom and the pacers are near the top and if if the pacers pull it off i could totally I, to be honest if i i if the knicks win i, I think it's going to be by six or seven, but I could see a Pacers tight win. So if you throw that in there, I'd probably boost it just a little bit more. Um, I, I don't hate that same game parlay, actually. I really don't. So fourth quarter this season, Pacers 25 and 16 against the spread over EV Analytics. It's a 17.5 ROI. Uh, as Jim mentioned, they've been very good in that spot. How about this? Road games only, 13 and six for a 32% ROI in the fourth quarter. So... Yeah, like, I, I I think I'm going to go ahead and same game parlay this. We're going to take Knicks first quarter, and then we're going to do Pacers 
I'm going to do two. I'm going to do Knicks first quarter, Pacers to cover the four and a half or closing line. If I can get it, I'm hoping it'll go to five tonight. And then by the time the same game parlays are up, and then I'll also do Knicks first quarter Pacers to win at plus 550. We'll get some some juicy action on that. And if nothing else, you know, hopefully like the Knicks win the first quarter, Pacers stage a second quarter comeback, and maybe I can hedge this a little bit with a Knicks line as well. You never know how these things are going to go. Uh, all right, that's going to wrap it up for best bets for a Wednesday. I hope you guys enjoyed the show. Make sure to check out Jim on Twitter at TurvyBets. You can also find him in the Action Network app, the best way for you to track your picks. All of his picks are in there as well at Turvy Bets. You can also find Sean Little. You can find him on Twitter at Chicago Flow. Check out all his stuff on Twitter. And make sure to check him out on the NBA Bet Stream tomorrow night for Bulls taking on the Wizards. That's going to do it for right now. Make sure to leave us those five-star reviews. We'll see you again tomorrow with another Best Bets episode. Until then, let's get buckets. Action Network reminds you, please gamble responsibly. If you or someone you care about has a gambling problem, help is available 24-7 at 1-800-GAMBLER.